Welcome to the latest episode of El Paso Talks, where the voices of El Paso are heard. Now let's welcome today's host. Good Sun City Day, El Pasoans, and welcome to this episode of the DMB Podcast. I am your host, Delirious Montañez, commonly known as DMB with a B like Bravo. And in today's episode, we will be discussing just a few topics on this gorgeous morning. We can't change yesterday, but we have full control of today when we put our almighty of choice first. We have entered a new fiscal year and we are ready to start fall and we must make it count. My ultimate goal on every single episode is to be authentic, transparent, honest, and real by expressing my own views and opinions, nobody else's but my own. I do not make my opinions on any political party, either left, right, or any third party in our local community, in our state, or national parties. Lots is happening at a pace at a fast rate of speed in our Sun City. So let's get started. Today, I have a cup of java with a little bit of coconut fat-free, sugar-free syrup. So let's get started. So last week, I was invited to be a speaker at the National Alliance of Mental Illness, commonly known as NAMI in our El Paso community. And that speaking event was actually at the Jacinto Plaza downtown. And what I saw is something that I cannot comprehend, is something that I cannot justify, and we are in a lot of trouble. There were a lot of illegal immigrants actually laying on the yard, sleeping, taking a nap, just enjoying the weather. But at the same time, it bought, what bothered me the most was that our city bathrooms were closed. So here we have the Democratic Party complaining that the Border Patrol and our law enforcement officers are mistreating our illegal immigrants, but they do not take the time to go downtown and make sure that the public restroom facilities are open for them to use the facilities to go to the bathroom, to brush their teeth, or at least to refresh themselves, because obviously those bathrooms, to my knowledge, do not have any showers. I agree 100% with Tony Gonzalez in the fact that we can only allow the amount of immigrants that can fit in our jails or processing facilities or tents that have been set up along our entire county. We cannot process illegal immigrants just for them to wait for their appointment with the magistrate, either here in El Paso or somewhere else in the United States and just put them on the street. Number one, we are going to have a major, a major outbreak regarding our health in our communities, in our state, 
and our nation. Why? Because our Texas governor and our elected officials are sending these illegal immigrants all over the United States, okay? And this is, this is what I observe here in El Paso. God knows what's happening in other states around our country, okay? In my opinion, it's very unsanitary. It goes against every dignity, fairness, and respect that we have for another human being, regardless if they are illegal or not. And we are the last of every single country, not just our enemies, but our allies as well. The United States have always been known as recognized as the first and most powerful force in the entire nation. And now, whenever I go on the streets, like for example, yesterday I was driving on Gateway Boulevard going westbound and around the Cotton Street and the Piedras Street, I saw numerous amount of, I'll say illegal immigrants because that's what they are. They are illegal. They did not request it to come to this country legally according to our congressional established laws. So they are illegal. I am gonna call them exactly how they are. If they go and present themselves to a border patrol agent or a customs officer and request entry into the United States for whatever reason, asylum, refugee, or any other uh, reason that they must have credible fear that the only way that they are immigrants. Other than that, they are illegal immigrants. And I know that some Democrats are going to attack me on that, but let's just call it how it is. If somebody breaks into your house, they broke the law, okay? It's not a civil litigation, it is a criminal litigation, regardless if it's a misdemeanor or regardless if it is a felony. So let's just call it how it is, okay? And for our incumbent that continues to say that she loves immigrants, why don't you take some of these illegal immigrants to your home and provide them food, shelter, a bed, shower, and you take them whatever they need to go whenever they have to go and see a magistrate? Or oh, by the way, your husband is a magistrate for our county. Isn't that ridiculous? That's the irony of all this thing in the political arena. But let's just go to another subject because if I continue talking about that, it's going to trigger me and I'm going to have a very bad day and today's Saturday is very peaceful and I'm going to enjoy my weekend. So let's talk about Texas Attorney General Paxton being acquitted from the impeachment process. The local GOP never made a statement on what they thought about the impeachment process on the GOP Texas Attorney General, okay? They make a 
their voices heard about everything else, but not against or in favor of the Texas, the Texas Attorney General. And I have a problem with that. Now, he went to the process. I get it. I do not agree that the Lieutenant Governor, Dan Patrick, should have been involved in that impeachment process, same way that they did not allow his spouse to be in that process. But I was not there. I am not in the state legislation. We have five delegates from El Paso that if they did something wrong, they should have fought for it. That is their duty. That is not my duty, okay? Now, what I have to say is he went through the judicial process, or no judicial process, but he went through the impeachment process. The Senate acquitted it. Let's move on, okay? He's back in office. If you do not want him in the office, then make sure that you educate your neighbors and your friends and coming 2026, that he's coming for election, you get him out of office, or 2024. I don't know when his office is for re-election. Um, now, there were four, three or four whistleblowers. I think that there were four. And because I was a whistleblower myself on the two largest agencies of our nation, and I do not regret it one bit, because that is my right, and that is the oath that I took, and I will do it tomorrow if I have to. Those individuals have a right to have a fair and just trial in front of a jury, okay? And the fact that the attorney general attorneys did not respond to a motion should tell you something. January 2021, our own incumbent blew my cover as a whistleblower, okay? I have never mentioned this before, live, and I'm doing it right now. And it was on the private Richard Holiday's case. CID, the Criminal Investigation Division for the United States Army, is in a lot of trouble. Let's talk about nonprofit organizations that get federal allocated funds from our community. And not just nonprofit organizations, let's also talk about our county. Because they, they for some reason believe that their allocated money just, just grow on trees or it flies from the sky, okay? That money is allocated money from the government money that from the federal government that is given to the state, for the state to give it to the county, to the county to give it to the city, and so on. That's how the allocated funds work, okay? Those funds need to be used exactly for they are supposed to be used for. Not for illegal immigrants, not to buy a school, to be used to host illegal immigrants. So I have a huge problem with that too. These funds are coming from your taxpayers, from the property taxes that you pay, from the income taxes that you pay every single year. So here we are giving shelter, giving uh, everything to illegal immigrants that are violating the law. But then you have homeless veterans, and not just veterans, just homeless in general, laying on the streets without food, without taking a shower. And then the county tells us that they open a program 
for them to go to the rescue mission to go and take a shower and to have a meal. But I don't see anybody going around town picking up this homeless individuals and taking them to get their services. I guess that now homeless individuals have cell phones and they know about the programs that are happening in our community. Oh Lord, give me some patience. Let's talk about uh, the state of Texas. The state of Texas at the state legislation, they did not increase our property taxes, right? And they increased the homestead exemption from $40,000 to $100,000. Do you think that our Texas state is the problem? No, I think that our county is the problem. Texas state is more of a conservative Republican organization or not organization, but the vast majority of the counties in Texas are Republicans or conservatives. Guess what? El Paso is a democratic town. We need to start educating our community for our elections in 2024. And I ask that you, the taxpayer, our constituent, help me with that because I cannot do it alone. I am going to give you a great opportunity and the best choice that El Paso will have in 2024 and that DMB running as an independent conservative. DMB, myself, have been in several Republican party meetings, have been in several Democratic party meetings, and I am disgusted with both. Not with the prison chairs, but with the chair individuals that are running these parties because they're bowing down to the state and the national parties and they are not taking care of you, the constituent. So I'm going to give you a choice in 2024, but you as precinct chairs know that I need to get petitions to be able to get my name on the ballot. The constituent cannot vote on the primaries, and if there's a runoff on the primaries, they cannot vote if they want to sign that petition. So if you are tired of what's happening in our community, because we are going straight to self-destruction, I'm telling you right now, everything that I have been telling our community for years and years is happening, little by little in God's time. I am giving you an opportunity in 2024 to educate our constituents, precinct chairs, I am counting on you, and I pledge if I get into office, I will find a way to compensate your time, even if it's with my own pay, okay? You have that on live, you save that, you held me accountable. Let's talk about the local races in our community. My job is to educate our community and get them out to vote. That is going to be my primary goal for our 2024 elections. I am not going to tell our constituents who to vote for. I believe that right now we have like six individuals running for DA, district attorneys. I am not going to side with anybody. I'm going to give them your information for them to educate themselves, go to your website and go to the ballot booth 
with a knowledge and decisive power to make the right choice according to the tools and resources that they have on their tricky bag, okay? Let's talk about homeless in our community. Well, we already touched a little bit on that, but again, homeless individuals do not belong in El Paso, meaning we have a lot of federal allocated funds that go to nonprofit organizations, that go to our county, and that money is going to be used for what it is intended to do whenever I get in office. I don't need you to be bow bowing down to me. I do not need you to be taking pictures with me. I need you to do your job for your constituents. That's exactly what I need you to do. Let's give a status on private, on private first class Richard Holiday, because yes, by the way, he actually got promoted. Whenever he disappeared, which he never he disappeared, they demoted him to a private, but he's actually a private first class. And I really want to give a shout out to District Attorney Bill Hicks, because thankfully, him and the other local law enforcement agencies to include Interpol and the Mexican authorities have been working with the families to be able to get to the bottom of this. And from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you. Whenever I became a whistleblower for Private Richard Holiday, I can assure you and I can swear to God on my grave, I don't have anything against our government. I do not have anything against our local law enforcement agencies. But I have a problem with those individuals that created a narrative that it was not true. And individuals believed it because that is all they knew. We need to change that. So this is the last call for those service members and veterans that have seen, have heard, or witnessed anything on Private First Class Richard Holiday. If you know something, if you heard something, if you witnessed anything, please call the mother, Patricia Holiday, okay? She's all over social media looking for her son. And if you have any children, you will be doing the same thing. Let's talk about the primary elections. I already touched a little bit on that, but I tell you, I have learned a lot by running for Congress and I can tell you, I know for a fact that our local elections have been rigged for a very, very, very long time. I refuse to believe that our constituents are all Democrats and that we do not have conservatives in our community. The problem is that if the Democratic Party is the only one that knocks at their door, that's who they're going to vote for. And they're going to do everything in their, par in their power to get that individual to vote as a Democrat, even if they are not Democrats. So local Republican Party. If you want a choice in 2024, you need to get to work. The Republican Party this coming 2024 more likely are going to be non-contested races. What do I mean with that? The more likely you're gonna have only one individual on those races for a specific position. 
So really, you don't need to go vote because they're gonna be on your general ballot regardless, okay? So if we can get the 35%, the 34% that have been voting for the last two elections, and I can get the 12% that I was able to get out from Veronica Escobar, I know that we can get her out of office. But I need you. I need you, the constituent, and I need you, the precinct chair, okay? Let's change the subject. Um, October 14th, we are gonna be with the horses again at Ascarate Park with NAMI. As you guys know, I have been a speaker for them. I am an instructor and I am a peer support for them. NAMI is a national organization that bring awareness on mental illness, suicide, and any subject related to it. They are a nonprofit organization, okay? I know Isidro, I know his staff, personally, and I can tell you, their money goes to where it needs to go. These are individuals with credibility. So I encourage you to go on October 14th to Ascarate Park and be a voice for those that carry that stigma associated with mental illness and are afraid to come forward because they cannot afford to lose their job. That's how we're gonna start moving our community forward. October 28th is a Saturday, and our facility, we are gonna have our first Borderland $100 giveaway youth Halloween contest, okay? So this is sort of like, come, take a picture, grab your candies, and move on. But, if you, as a parent, as a guardian, or as a grandparent, dress up with a custom with your children or your grandkids, we're gonna take a picture of you as a family, and we are going to create a calendar for the following year. We are going to do the giveaway on the most creative custom. It's a child's safe environment, and we're gonna do it by popular vote online. So we're gonna take the pictures of the kids, we're gonna put them online, and our community is gonna vote. Every Sunday, or actually every other Sunday starting October the 8th, the Strategic Planning and Community Engagement Working Group, Team DMB, it's going to start meeting, okay? We have been doing it every three weeks. We took a couple of weeks off because of several events that we have in our community. But we're gonna start October the 8th, every two weeks, until November 2024. So, I encourage you to visit at DMBFOR, but you have to look for it on the team, teams, teams groups. Join so I can actually add you to our strategic planning group and you can be aware of our meetings and we do polls and we do surveys within ourselves to see what our community wants, okay? 
anyone can follow me on Facebook group, the page, on Twitter, daily, because I am very active on social media. The account is at DMB, F-O-R. I am very involved with the legislation process, both at the state and federal level. And I do share my thoughts because I do have my own brain. And that's exactly what our political parties hate. They cannot, they have not, and they will not control me. Okay? I work for you, the constituent. I do not work for our judge. I do not work for our mayor. I do not work for our senator. I do not work for anybody but you, the constituent. I invite you all listeners to join me on our monthly virtual Java chat in where we can go more in detail and more in depth in our conversations and debates. Our next one is scheduled for October the 10th at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. So you can go to the at DMB, FOR, Facebook group, page, Twitter, locate the link, and you can join us live on my personal Facebook account, which is my first name, Delirious, and my last name, Montañas, on the same day of the event. You can leave us a question, you can leave us a comment. If I have the answer, I give it to you live. If I don't, I research it and I'll get back to you. This is Delirious Montañez, your host with the DMB podcast. Please like, share on all your social media outlets and on all of your email contacts. Subscribe and I will see you all on the next podcast. I am not going to promise you it's going to be every week. I'm not going to promise you it's going to be every week, every other week, because there's other individuals in the community that have a lot of important things to talk about. And I want Martin Paredes to have an opportunity to have them on his podcast. Let me know if you have any specific subject you want me to touch on, but you can send me a message on our social media or our website, which is www.dmbforelpaso.com. Join our group, join our Facebook, join our website, follow us, share us. We will win in 2024 if we stick together. You guys have a great and beautiful Sun City Day and enjoy the rest of the week. Love your neighbor and forgive often. Turn the other cheek. We never know what demons they're facing because they are in silence and they're hurting. Do not judge people. Just pass the word, pass the love. DMB signing out for now. This has been the DMB Podcast with Delirious Montañez Barrios, your host. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and review my podcast. Until next time, be safe and truly enjoy this day as if it was your last. Live life to the fullest without any regrets. Be in control of your life and your destiny, but most importantly, do unto others as you will have them do unto you. This has been El Paso Talks, a podcast about El Paso delivered to you by the voices of your neighbors, your friends, your family, and even yourself. If you haven't already, like, subscribe and rate our podcast. El Paso Talks is produced by El Paso News.
The opinions expressed are those of the individual delivering the episode and may not necessarily represent the views of El Paso News or the other podcasters on El Paso Talks. Find us at elpasonews.org. See you in the next episode.